episode 11 of this warrior's last podcast uh will evans here with brad larkin again brad mate how was the weekend weekend bit of a lazy weekend down the south here oh, yeah. real lazy weekend whole lot of couching and snoozing whole lot of footy no not a heap yeah. not a heap oh maybe i watched more than i thought i did it was... We'll find out in the next 57 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Because I'm relying on you. I was away for the weekend, so I only caught dribs and drabs. So. Yeah, I think yeah. we both ended up having to watch a replay of the Warriors. You were at a wedding, I hear? Yeah, watched at a, a replay at 1am when I got home. So uh, <laughs> through, what, through Out of one eye? Yeah, certainly, certainly enjoyed it. I'm not sure how much I recalled the next day, but... Um, yeah, I think I might have missed the last five or ten minutes because I got woken up on the couch at half past five in the morning. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah but I caught some good highlights the next day. Um, and yeah, good to get the two points. Always, yeah, it is. Always back to back for the first time in 2019, the Warriors, and we'll obviously touch on that game. But uh, first of all, bit of a, a weekend tinge with sadness, obviously for. Warriors fans, any New Zealand rugby league fans, and I guess the game as a whole, really. Um, Quentin Pongia passing away um, after a, a long and uh, brave battle with cancer, age only 48. Um, anyone that watched footy in the 90s couldn't help but admire admire Quentin um, and a very sad loss for the game. Yeah, gee, that's young, eh? Yeah. That's young. Poor bugger. But uh, gee, he was far out as a weapon. He wasn't the biggest. He definitely wasn't the biggest, but people knew he was on the field. That's, he was, yeah, he was incredible. Uh, he played a lot of his career under 100 kilos, which seems incredible now because he's probably one of the most feared, uh, feared players in the game in the 90s. And uh, what's amazed me of, uh, in the few days, sort of people, you know, saying their tributes and that sort of thing is how tough everyone said he was. And you know, it's easy to say someone's tough, but really ramming home the point, Ricky Stewart saying he was the toughest player that he ever played alongside. Um, I spoke to Frank Endicott yesterday, he said he was the toughest player he's ever coached. You think of guys like that, the sort of teams they're involved in, to to give him uh, that sort of rap, um, yeah, pretty fair fair praise. Yeah, wasn't it impressive how, how he all just done it quietly as as well? He, mm. You'd never hear of him screaming and yelling, jeez, he's just quiet, yeah. tough man. Um, and and I'm sure you took a wee bit of pride in his career, a, a West Coast product. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we're coasty from Greymouth. Uh, yeah, the, the the town's pretty cut up about it. He's uh, pretty proud of him and his family, to be honest. His sister played for the Kiwi Ferns and his brother, New Zealand Basketball, yeah. with a stellar career in TV. <laughs> That's but, right. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a shame. Poor, poor bugger, that's all I can say. Yeah, some... Some dudes you'd like to think would be tough as teak, and then yeah. something like that can smash him over. It's just not fair. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, just running through a couple of his achievements, uh, debut for Canterbury in, in 1991, uh, made his debut from Canterbury in in 92. So one of the, the sort of last provincial players that uh, that debuted for the Kiwis, snapped up by the Raiders. Five seasons there, obviously a big part of their 94 premiership side. Um, a season at the Warriors. Um, and during that year, he, he played a massive role in that, that Anzac Test win and, and captained uh, the Kiwis to a very famous um, unbeaten series win in Great Britain. So a crowning achievement in his career there. Um, that was amongst 35 tests, which was 
fifth of all time um, at the time. And yeah, a few seasons with the Roosters, a bit of a stint in France, and then uh, stints at the Dragons and Wigan after that. So long career and um, decorated, yeah. Collected a few clubs on the way. Um, certainly just the one season at the Warriors? Yeah, just the one season. He sort of seemed to... Re- feels like he was there longer than that. Uh, what was that? Do you yeah. remember or... It seems strange to only play one season when he was probably... Yeah, oh, was, it, uh, I think it was mostly to do with the ownership change. Uh, uh, Graham Lowe and, and Co came in, um, bumped Frank Endicott out and, and that sort of forced a few of the... Warriors senior players to think their futures lay better elsewhere, including Stephen Cooney and yeah, Pongi is one of those as well. Um, but yeah, Warrior number 52 and, and certainly loved by a lot of people at the club. Um, certainly spent a fair bit of time on the sidelines as well. He didn't get on too well with the uh, judiciary throughout his career. Um, he spent around around 30 weeks on the sideline with suspension, which is quite extraordinary by today's standards. Um, but yeah, played it tough and certainly... Jeez, you had to do a lot more than you do today too to get a suspension, don't you? Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Not like there, you carry over points. It wasn't carry over points, you actually pretty much had to rip someone's head off. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, he was uh, crept up a bit high on a few occasions, probably safe to say, but... Uh, yeah, played it hard in a, in a hard era, and um, rest in peace, Quentin, um, you're a legend. Yeah, definitely. Um, head over to the Warriors Life or the Canterbury Rugby League website. I've done a bit of a um, bit of a tribute to his, his um, long and decorated career on there. If you want to read a bit more about one of the greats of the game, um, but yeah, obviously, tinge of sadness this weekend. The Warriors will. No doubt, play uh, pay tribute to him this weekend before the game against the Broncos. Um, other big news across the game: Cooper Cronk retiring. Um, now he probably a bit sort of nonplussed about this news, Brad. Not too. Uh... Uh, I couldn't care less about this dude for for no apparent reason. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I've just never this game's never interested me, so I've never followed him. It's too clinical. Not enough pizzazz. I think that's maybe what it is, as simple as that. And although I'm the one in the wrong, because he is, you've got a lot more people like him than dislike him. But yeah, I just, I just, he's never done anything for me. I can, I can see what you mean. Sometimes I feel a wee bit like that about Cameron Smith, but uh, certainly longevity-wise, his, his career's been pretty amazing. A hell of a lot of success has followed him around in uh, yeah, over 350 games. The thing that's amazed me is he was just a uh, sort of bench utility that that Craig Bellamy chucked in at halfback because Matt Orford left the club and at the end of 2005 and uh, all of a sudden he's played more games at halfback than anyone in the history of the game. What, probably one of the best ever in the Immortals conversation, just about. Um, quite amazing, really, for a sort of bits and pieces play. So did, did Bellamy... Did Bellamy sculpt him into a halfback? Yeah, he was, junior um, I'm not really sure. He'd come off the bench a fair bit for the Storm. Uh, he huh. could sort of play anywhere, but a centre, but a back row even, I think. But, yeah, just sort of just must have had the... Uh, well, he's obviously got the mental mental game for it. And he's disgustingly up. professional, eh? Yeah, he's... Yeah, geez, imagine, you know, what you could do. Oh, if he's in my team, I'll be like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Coops. Yeah, Coops last night. Jesus, when's he just going to chill out, man? 
but yeah, a great career coming to an end. He could really stamp himself as one of the all-time greats if he goes back to back with the Roosters, which... I'd say, yeah, he, he is one of the all-time greats. Probably a fair chance happening. Uh, but we'll move on to the Warriors-Panthers game, Friday night, 30-10. to 10, uh, Pretty comprehensive against a very poor Penrith side. Uh, I don't know if I've ever really felt sorry for a team that I've been beating up on as a Warrior, but, man, in all sorts, the Panthers. And, uh, I'm exactly the same. I, I, the Panthers disgust me, but... I'm starting to really feel sorry for the buggers. <laughs> Same. Uh, but, yeah, what did you think of the Warriors' performance, first of all? It was nice. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it was a nice sort of semi-clinical game where they just went through, to quote Steve Kearney, they just stuck to their systems and just ticked over the points and professionally took the points on offer when they were there for a penalty. And, yeah, no, yeah. it was good. Um, yeah, it could have. Probably put on a few more tries, I guess, with the with the sort of dominance they had, but they never looked in danger. And um, yeah, just uh, you know, if you'd asked us two weeks ago, would you be happy with going to Penrith and winning by twenty? You'd take that any day of the week. So uh, pretty yeah. pretty fair effort. Some good performers. Isaac Luke uh, getting his reprieve after Nate, Nate Roach pulled out. He was very strong. Um, Good games. That, from the those two there, they're our, they're our hooking rotation, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's got to be the best 17 yeah. going forward. I think I looked at them. If you looked at the hooking position, even though it's a player coming on, somebody, they combined for something like 60-odd tackles and 100 metres, and neither of them had a great running game. So, geez, they could have some rippers pairing up. Yeah, yeah. No, though, I think just gives us that extra, extra dynamic sort of factor there and... Um, yeah, I think, well, definitely, I think our best team has Isaac Luke in it playing well, so that yeah. was good to see. Back three, outstanding again. A uh, bit of an injury concern with Big Ken, but it sounds like he's going to be okay. Um, Paddy Herbert, seven from seven. Oh, Paddy Herbert. Yeah. Isn't he? Jeez, every post a winner. Mm. Feels, like, yeah. feels like yesterday, watching him in a trial and, and you know, hoping that he might get a chance this year, and... It's only a couple of months later. He's taken every box in the NRL and pretty much sealed his spot. It's, it's good to see. I, wa- I wonder what the likes of Paddy Herbert. I wonder if that the Warriors should be looking at Kiwis that are playing juniors for other teams over there. Like he come through the Dragon system, and it's it's like he's been schooled up on a professional sort of attitude. What it, what it means and what it is to be a league player. That's I reckon. Warriors yeah. to troll some of those grades. He just uh, plays the game hard. He just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great try. Much more we've got with him instead of Carter. Yeah, and if he's not, if he's not super involved, he's not, uh, you know, ruining the game by doing <laughs> weird stuff. Which, you know, just to have someone stable out there is, is um, a bit of a luxury from what I've had for a few years. So, mm. uh, Pack was really good. Especially Parsi, who's unfortunately out suspended for a week. Um, and yeah, Big Bunty was, was pretty handy as well. So all round, uh, pretty happy with that. All of a sudden the table's not looking as dire as it was. We're sort of in that top eight mix. A win going to the bye this week would really boost them up there. And yeah, uh, it, It's quite nice that we've played a couple of teams in a row that are struggling. And mm. usually the Warriors play teams back into form, but... These rubbish teams 
have actually, this time round, the Warriors been able to play themselves into form again and get a bit of momentum. They're still not setting the world on fire. No. They're actually starting to get confidence again. No, and that's a good thing. And it's all coming on the back of their defence. Obviously, didn't concede a try until the, I think the last 11 minutes against the Panthers. It uh, held them scoreless, held the Dragons scoreless in the second half a week earlier. So, it's a good I, I I wouldn't. I reckon I could hold out the Panthers too many minutes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not throwing a lot at the... God, the the way they're bombing tries, it was unbelievable. A uh, couple of absolute sitters, but uh, yeah, enough about the Panthers. That uh, sounds like yeah. a Panthers problem rather than a us problem. Um, Correct. Yeah. Ice's haircut, that's, we've got to talk about that. Yeah, I was... Look uh, like, a, <laughs> look like, look like a young B.A. Barakas coming out there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was glad to hear that they just did it in the hotel room the uh, the night before or that day or something because you'd be pretty disappointed to pay for something like that. Oh, definitely. Do you reckon after the game he put on his blue jeans, waistcoat and gold chains? Was out. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, so they, they done it. In the, they done it. The boys done it for them, did they? Apparently, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, he's, he's a young guy, maybe acting out. You know, he's, he's still living at home, just trying to rebel a wee bit. Um, yeah. He'll... Must be nice having the choice of what haircut you can have. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the, uh, the B.A. Baracus minus the uh, strip through the middle. <laughs> and that's not my choice. Um, what yeah, else did you yeah. notice in this game that you liked or disliked? Um, as I said, the, the memory's a bit hazy on it, but just uh, just that they seem to be playing as a unit for the first time. No, there seem to be any dumb errors. Uh, Cody Nakarima is slotted in beautifully. Uh, as he, he, we couldn't really have hoped for him to be any uh, to be any smoother than it has been. Good fall for Blake Green, uh, for Blake Green's style, and, and he's flourishing as well without those sort of. You know, directional responsibilities, great solo drive, um, line breaking. Just that turn of pace. Yeah, and that's what we're sort of missing in those early parts of the season. Uh, yeah, loving what he's done. Real X factor. Um, yeah, what about what about yourself? Anything that that's jumping out? No, I like I like the way Foss seems to be coming right. Mm. Yeah. I like. Uh, no one really stood out. Above the others in that game, which I guess, like you say, on the plan as a team, because it wasn't one sole person doing anything, was it? And your yeah, Parsi actually got the three Dally M points this Did week. He? Yeah, uh, Nicarima two and uh, Roger one to sort of stay in that mix for back-to-back Dally M's. It was actually our old coach Matt Elliott dishing out the you know, votes on on Friday night. Uh, it's just, I like Matt Elliott. It's a shame he's not a great coach because I would have liked to see him have him hang around the club. Yeah, certainly good for a quote. Um, <laughs> Sideable type. Be a good bloke to have a beer with, wouldn't mm. he? Yeah. Uh, but, alas, pretty terrible coach. Horrendous. What's that? I said horrendous. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought you were halfway through a question. Um, moving on. Um, I guess a bit of origin chat, maybe. Team selected this weekend. Is it this weekend? Yeah, I think. Well, this is the last. 
Yeah. Last games, last games before the teams get picked. I don't think they get picked Monday night, uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, few spots still up for grabs. New South Wales, who are you putting in the halves? Oh, Walker and Pierce. Interesting. Back in the Pierce bandwagon. Don't think he's he's burned oh, too many origin mad, he's like Maloney's playing mad. Yeah. Oh, you can't. You got to drop Maloney and and Cleary. I can't believe people are even putting either of them in there. I'm just looking at Mark Gasnier's team now. He's still got Cleary in there. Cleary and Carey. Oh, uh, and Carey. So yeah, that's the other one. But Carey can be a utility role. Yeah, I think. I think they end up. They think they cut Peachy loose and play the Kerry or Cody Walker in the number fourteen. Mm. Um, I'm sort of leaning towards a Cody Walker Adam Reynolds combination. Just that thing that had that, that whole that trio there with with Damian Cook as well. Hooker. Um, yeah, I don't mind any of those options to be honest, as and, long as Walker's there. And Adam Reynolds didn't do too much wrong at Origin level to get dropped as well. Um, had that series there in 2016, and then. I think it was 2016 and then or 17 and then a bit of an injury hampered start to the following year. Kind of got leapfrogged in the in the QB. He's been great this year. Um, what about at the the old cane toads? Your lot? Any? Yeah. Well, geez, they're, they're a bit short on troops, aren't they? Um, I really don't know what way they're going to go. If Cherry Evans is out, maybe Michael Morgan. Um, with Hunt as sort of a 14 or hooker. Uh, I think that's probably the safest way to go. I still don't quite trust. Who's the other half? Um, Cameron Munster. Pong, oh, yeah, Pong of course. But they're really light out in the outside backs. Um, it's, it's quite amazing. I've seen teams with from reputable experts with Edric Lee on the wing. And there seriously is no one else to go in there. And nothing against so, Edric Lee and he probably do come in and do an Adam Mogg like uh, fill in job and and have a blinder but yeah it's amazing that, that that's what they're sort of down to um, oh yeah yeah it's crazy and yeah. a couple of still a couple of spots up for grabs in the New South Wales back line um, the centre and wing spot with, with Tommy Turbo and um, and James Roberts pretty much definitely well Definitely not Brojevic and James Roberts still in doubt. Yeah, uh, Ferguson's had a couple of dub weeks. Yeah, and there's still people that you know think that his yeah. card's been marked a little bit. But yeah. yeah, who else do you bring in? Does Gutherson get a shot in an unfamiliar spot, or they go back to someone like Josh Morris or Nick Kotrick? I think Nick Kotrick gets in either at wing or centre. That's, yeah. that's my tip. I reckon Gutherson would go all right at Origin level. Mm. He looks like it looks like the type of player that would would do the job. Probably yeah. Yeah, I don't know where, but yeah, I don't know because a few have been knocked over. Who's actually gone? Um, well, Jack Bird was just about a shoe yeah. in for for Roberts' spot until he got injured, and um, and yeah, and then they don't have a hell of a lot of wingers, I guess, genuine wingers, except for maybe Kotrick. So. Joe Lalor maybe was a chance. Jared Croker has hit any support for him. He's kind of lost steam a little bit. Wouldn't mind seeing him get a run. Mitch Orbison talked about as a, a centre option. He would, he would probably fill the gap perfectly. Yeah, right? yeah he would. I'd, and I'd love to see Might not be the best centre, but I reckon no. he'd be my pick. Yeah, um, or even as a bench utility, he's, he's being talked about. He's, yeah, 
if someone if he was a Queenslander, he would have played about twenty three Origins. He's yeah, he their style of of uh, of player, and he deserves it. Yeah, jeez, he's toiled and toiled and toiled. Yeah, super consistent. So maybe a bit of a fairy tale for for Orbo. Um, yeah, Christian Welch out for well, probably out for at least the first one for Queensland. Uh, they're just dropping like flies. Yeah. Where's Puppet? Where's Puppin's 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 Yeah, where's yeah. he from? Jeez, he yeah. looks sharp, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I know, just a little little rabbit, eh? Uh, yeah. I think he's a, a yeah, Sydney cider. Sydney, Sydney born. Cider. With them. Jesus, he yeah. was as quick as a shithouse rat in the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I'm not saying bring him into origin. No, but... but He'd probably get a run if he was a Queenslander, but it's not that just running out of troops. But um, yeah, we'll stand by with bated breath for some of those announcements on the weekend. There's, there's talk Payne Haas from the the uh, Broncos could get a New South Wales jersey, maybe. It definitely seems to be a bit of a hand into the torch type of series, doesn't it? Mm, which you would have thought, you know, Queensland, uh, New South Wales coming into the year. Um, yeah. Would have been pretty happy to take that same 17 in but it hasn't quite worked out that way for them. It would have been a whole lot easier if some of the players from last year were playing good. Yeah, or you know, not in court. Um, <laughs> always helpful. Uh, just before we get on to the round 11 preview, I just thought we'd uh, run through continuing our recruitment slash retention series. Um Looking through some of the players that are coming off contract to the Warriors at the end of the year, and I'm going to ask Brad if he reckons that we should uh, offer them a new deal or just move them on quietly. Um, yeah, part two in a two-part series. Yeah, um, there's a NRL have come up with a fantastic new resource where they actually have outlined when uh, what seasons players are contracted for. Um, whether there's a player option or a club option at the end of these contracts, so it's, it's very comprehensive and, um, and very Does handy. Does that open up a few more doors for us? Maybe. Um, but yeah, we're probably too lazy to capitalise on it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so we'll start, it's alphabetically, so I'll start f- from the top of players that are coming off contract at the Warriors end of 2019. The first one. No, you're a bit of a fan. I'm indifferent. Uh, Blake Ashford. I'd keep him. I reckon he'd stick around for 50k a year anyway, so <laughs> it's not going to cost you anything. Just get your car washed every second Saturday. Uh, if, yeah, if he's going to stick around for that sort of money, um, might be. I can imagine him going and having another 11 seasons, job. In, 11 seasons in Super League if he wanted, so... Might yeah, be the could. best option. Not getting much of a run, which is he's made a shift to the back row this year, but very much just a backup at the moment. And if I was them, yeah. I'd, I'd uh, let, let him go elsewhere or minim, minimal contract. He's, he'd be good to have as a depth player, but yeah, yeah, I probably tend to agree. But I'd, I'd keep him if he's okay. going to be here for nothing. Okay, you, you got a bit of sentimentally sentimentality attached to that. Yeah. Uh, fuzzy moustache, don't you? <laughs> uh, next one, coming off contract, Carl Lawton. Resign. Yeah, 
soon as well. Yes. People definitely. are going to start, you know, thinking, geez, we could do with a hooker like that, and we can offer yeah, them a number of nine jersey. There's a couple of clubs that are looking for hookers, aren't there? Yeah. Uh, well, these are things have been great for us. We're never given the chance in first grade. Very versatile. Um, Seems to love the environment too, doesn't he? Yeah. When he's out there at the boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a nice kid too. And, um, nice I'll, kid. How old are you? 60? <laughs> 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 you know you get old when you're talking about a footy player that he's a nice kid. Yeah, well, I think I'm. I think there's enough of a gap between us. Wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> <laughs> I call. I still call him Sir if I have to interview him. Oh dear. <laughs> um, dear. Which and I guess what they do with Carl Lawton plays into the next one on the list coming off contract. Isaac Luke. This is a, tr- a, it's a tough one. one. This is real tricky. This one. Ah. Uh, I'll give him another year. I, I don't think he's. I thought he played good last year, and I don't think he's had much of a chance this year. Yeah, a couple of injuries definitely help his cause if he can go through to the end of the year uh, injury free. And, and and I don't think he's form. sucking up that much money, is he? Well, they upgraded him to about three fifty, so it's yeah, That's not too bad, is uh, it? From one fifty is originally on. They can probably drop down to a. It's a bit of a cut price deal if they were to, yeah, to keep him around. But again, other clubs might sort of start thinking he he could be a good option to do a job for a year or two. So yeah. a tricky one for them because Lawton hasn't started, you know, at hooker a lot. Um, Roach is still very much a dodgy proposition with oh, his, his fitness. Um, so if, if we left, if Luke gets snapped up, and we've just got Lawton and. And Roach, yeah, Sam Cook's obviously not too bad of a backup, but he's not even in their top 30 squad. Uh, yeah, so it's a key position you don't want to be caught short at. Oh, yeah, I'd keep him. Mm. I'd keep him. And even if what? it swaps around that Lawton starts and then Luke comes off the bench. Yeah. And he's a leader. He's, he's experienced. I think he's, yeah, I think he's done a good yeah. job for the Warriors in the end after a bit of a patchy start. So do I. Next on the list, Ignatius Parsi. Yeah, keep him. Yeah, I think he's been yeah. pretty good since he's been yeah. here, since he uh, got here. First choice all the way, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless unless there's a, a sort of blue chip forward option that you're going to bring in, and you need to sort of shed a hundred or two hundred thousand here or there, then maybe because you've got some back into deals on some other players that you probably would want to move on but yeah all things being equal I'd like to see him see Aggie hang around yeah um, yeah geez we're not freeing up much cap space at this rate mate you're <laughs> going to have to cut Ashford loose um, got it uh, here's one and he's got and there's a club option on him uh, he's signed but it's a club option for 2020 uh, Hayes Perham got to see a lot of them in first grade but Tough one. What's he actually mm. sucking up money wise? Well, it can't be much. He's only nineteen. Um, yeah, so I, it, you might as well just keep him here in the environment. You're not as if you're going to sell him, and it's going to go a long way to getting someone four times better. No, and uh, yeah, some big raps on him too. I think he could be still be a future star. 
Um, oh, tricky one. He's just starting to come into a little bit of form. Lingy Sow off contract. Um, no, I, I, I set him free. Yeah, set him enough. free. Yeah, I, I reckon you get the same sort of player for the same investment. He hasn't done too much, and is this his third year? Yeah, I think he did Second come year. in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd I'd take a risk on someone else and swap them out for someone. Just freshen up the squad a bit. Yeah, he'll get he'll get a contract somewhere else. Yeah, still got plenty of years in him. Done yeah. an okay job when he's filled in. I think that game against the Dragons was was the best I've seen him play for us in first grade, but probably not quite enough um, to get too excited about resigning him. Uh, the last one, and he, there's an option in the players' favour in this situation: Jazz Tavanga. Hopefully Jazz stays. Yeah, I'd be if I'd, I'm assuming that they're already in. It's already in the works. But if I was Jazz, if I was uh, the Warriors, I'd be signing him up. I know he's still got his uh, his critics for some reason. I, I think he's one of their most valuable forwards. Um, oh, he tries his guts yeah. out. Jeez, he tries his guts out, he's, and that sometimes causes errors, and people just see those errors. And they think, oh, he's too small. Who, who cares? Trevor Gilmister was. And played at like 92 kilos um, you know if you're doing the job he makes heaps yeah. of metres makes a shitload of tackles that try saver on the line because he just uh, God, creamed he just that guy right under the, out of under him yeah um, that was an yeah. awesome tackle so a bit of a, a and had a bit of a patchy start this year but I think that was because he was having to play 40 minutes at hooker and it just wasn't suiting him and it was sort of blunting his impact when he did go back to the middle now that they're playing with two specialist hookers again he's uh, coming to his own and yeah long term uh, is just one of those polarising for whatever reason people want to talk about Jazz Tabanga like he's done mm. nothing to deserve everyone being a critic of him yeah he's just one of those polarising characters for some reason yeah but no he, we'll uh, we'll keep well hopefully it's his choice yeah. hopefully he's how much on. money did we bank from all the culling off the squad uh, I don't know, maybe 80 bucks. 80, Who did we bucks? cull off? Was it just Ashwood we got rid of? And you've you've uh, got rid of Lingy Sow as well. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I spoke to Cameron George last week uh, for a piece that's going this week's Big League about the uh, 25-year history of the Warriors, so go buy that if you can or get it online. Uh, but he, he's, he very much thinks the Warriors can be a... Still, a, a major player in the in the player market ahead of 2020 if they want to be. So, yeah, got a few oh. tricks up their sleeves. Um, nice. Yeah, could be chasing a few guys. So, stand by for news on that. The Nicarima punt has come off big time so far. So, God, that's one of the most exciting things about the league, isn't it? Mm. When you see who you're going to get the next time, that's another thing that just I love about league. Oh, that player's been signed by. Yeah. Just the whole movement thing of it, it's, yeah, it's awesome to keep track of. I, uh, I can't get past people that that complain about that. Oh, players are moving everywhere. Um, there's no loyalty. Like It's been like this forever. Players have always moved clubs. Always. And, yeah, and I, it, I agree. It's the things about their most exciting thing news-wise in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't talk about second man plays and 
stuff all day long. <laughs> I think it's boring. <laughs> Catching the ball on the inside shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, keep the sign news coming. Um, we'll certainly be speculating. Even if it's long. fake, I'll chase it down a rabbit hole, though, eh? It just gets me. It's like all these. What do they call it? What do they call it? Clickbait. Yeah, I got way too excited about the, the Matt Gillette rumour a couple of years ago. <laughs> Pretty much was doing up a sign to take to the airport <laughs> for his arrival. You yeah, feel like such a dickhead when you realise that. <laughs> Damn it, they had me. Um, where, where are we up to, young Will? Well, I think we'd better get on to the round 11 preview, mate. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's get it done. Sweet. Uh, we're kicking it off this weekend. Hopefully, <coughs> there's some real tough games to tip, but we'll uh, have a look at the TAB odds and thanks to TAB for their support of this Warriors life. Uh, first up, the big derby, and geez, there's some pressure on Parramatta, but just a mountain of pressure on Penrith. What a derby this is. Paramount oh, dollar forty five favourite. One one battling team's gonna win maybe this weekend, eh? Yeah, a couple of uh, losses on the trot for Parramatta went terrible in Townsville, but you know, they just they well they're back at Bankwest, so you'd think they'll probably take this one out. Oh, the the shield challenge. The lucky charm. Yeah, the shield challenge. We should make our own shield. So whoever yeah. wins from Bank West then holds the shield. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. TWL one. Yeah, TWL share will come up with something. And we should hand it out at the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely won't just throw it in the bin. Um, Yeah, well, Penrith getting absolutely caned from all angles. Dallin Martini Zelizniak has has been dropped this week, the incumbent Kiwi captain, dropped from first grade um, a month out from the test. So that's not ideal for Dallin. Um, why was he? Why was he shifted from fullback? He was playing yeah, awesome well, at fullback. Yeah, I, I can't really see it. Oh man, did that was one thing that I, you know, Penrith played thing I didn't mind from that game. That collision between Dallin and, and Dylan Edwards, the fullback. <laughs> oh man, absolutely whipped. Yeah. So. You see that big clump of grass stuck to Edward's face? That's <laughs> <laughs> he hit the deck. Turf actually yeah. stuck to his face. <laughs> it was brutal. Uh, just uh, just summed up their night, really. Yeah, I can't... Yeah. I don't know. There's no reason to think that Penrith are, are going to turn it around other than the fact that they eventually will. But Penrith also... Uh, Parramatta also desperate. I think they'll win that one. Yeah, I'm going to go Penrith, just for the fact, just for the fact that Broncos proved me so horrendously wrong last week. So I'm just going to, I'm going to take this as a bit of an upset game. Okay, fair enough. Uh, The other, uh, the first Friday night game, uh, Manly versus the Gold Coast. Manly dollar forty four favourites in Brookvale. Are they still going pretty good? Um, They are, aren't they? They done well last weekend as well. Yeah. Uh, Manly were way too strong for yeah, good the Titans team. Gee whiz. Garth Brennan could be... Well, he's one that slipped under the radar. Which coast will go first? Mm. He, uh, yeah, it's a shame because he's taken over a club like the Titans. Same with Dean Pay. You can't quite get a gauge of, of how good a coach they actually are. Uh, you know, yeah. Given a club that's a bit of a mess and, you know, 
It's, and it's horrible when that happens to potential good coaches mm-hmm. when they get a dud team and then that just that ruins their career forever. Steve Price. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. Almost happened to Steve Kearney at Parramatta. He's yeah. Pulled himself out of the fire. The grinding yeah. away as an assistant for another five years. Garth will, Garth will be running water for the Tigers <laughs> next year. Yeah. You might get another shot. Uh, but well, at the moment, he's still got a job, so... But, yeah, just like, they just can't get it together. They're a bit of a bastard case, even with Anthony Don on the way. Oh, that's how bad the plan. He couldn't even get over the line last week. Yeah, yeah. there's something wrong there. Um, yeah, Manly, I think, at home. But just playing with a lot of grit and spirit still. New guys coming in and doing the job. Cade Cuss, new 5-8 last week, look good. Just, uh, yeah, a lot to like about Manly. Yeah, is it going to hurt them? Uh, all these young players are bloody. Are the teams going to spy these guys and sort of yeah. sweep, sweep them up? I don't know. Uh, well, if I'd, I'd be a bit concerned if I was an experienced guy there coming off contract. Cause yeah, well, that's a good point. Or even on contract, they might want to offload them. Yeah. Uh, mainly for me, I'm assuming you're doing the same. Yeah. yeah. The other Friday game, Newcastle hosting the Sydney Roosters. Uh, Roosters going a dollar forty favourites despite that loss to the Broncos last week. Um, Knights absolutely on fire, four in a row. Big, big oh. win over the Dragons. Yeah, are they playing that? Oh no, they played pretty epic in the weekend, didn't mm. they? They blasted a, a pretty ordinary side off the park. Uh, but yeah, they seem they're playing with a lot of confidence. Palmer and Pierce playing like they should really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a big, should be a big crowd at Newcastle. Roosters. Oh, is this in Newcastle? Yeah. Well, if you stand up for this game, should be a good one. Yeah, who, who are you going to go? Uh, you th- go first. I don't want to go first on this one. Uh, I think I think the Roosters will grind it out. Won't, yeah. won't get caught out twice in a row. Yeah, it'll, um, it'll test to see if uh, the Knights are a Tier 1 or a Tier 2 nation. Mm. I think they're definitely tier two. Yeah, yeah, and for the Warriors' sake, uh, a Knights, the Knights are in sixth place, um, but we could Warriors the tenth. We could actually go ahead of them with a win and a and a decent sized Knights loss. So yeah, going to count oh, on the Rooster. it is doing us a solid. Um, some extremely similar odds. The Raiders kicking off things on Saturday night. Um, against the Cowboys at home um, in Canberra, Raiders a dollar forty-three favourites. Raiders, man, they Fair pre- pretty unlucky to not get the win over South. They were they really stood yeah. up to them. Um, were they? What? And I just mentioned Tier One, Tier Two nations. Canberra are a Tier One nation mm. this season. They are in that cluster of five at the top there. Yeah, well, they it was their big chance to prove you know what they are capable of. Roosters oh, rabbit was back to back weeks. That's a bad luck that they mm. didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought they were particularly good last uh, last weekend, despite a couple of injuries. So yeah, and they've uh, they're getting Joe Tuppany back this week. Um, oh. Yeah, so he's been a bit of a forgotten man with all the hype around their English forwards and get Jesus, someone to score. Second rowers, man. Mm, yeah. Even yeah, that blood nut that's in there now. Lance Thompson's look-alike. Yeah. Uh, uh, Corey Horsburgh, is that? 
Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah, that could be him. Gee whiz, it's good just seeing yeah. a proper ginge getting around. Especially when they're um, as angry as this young guy. Plays. It's great to see. <laughs> I like, yeah, particularly enjoyed that from the other night. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Canberra down there, Cowboys don't travel well, well particularly well. Uh, just quietly building with a couple of recent wins, the Cowboys, but yeah, still I think yeah. they're sort of still bottom. not raising much interest from yeah. me, the Cowboys. Uh, they're sort of eleventh at best this year, I think, um, and they might struggle a bit towards the end of the year. They just seem a bit short on depth. Um, second up on Saturday, Warriors hosting the Broncos, and Biggie, Biggie, all of a sudden, isn't it? Yeah, I know. And two teams all of a sudden in a bit of form. Both with two wins on the trot coming into this game. Can't be split at the tab. Warriors narrowest of a dollar eighty three eighty three favourites. Um, yeah, it's, it's not my favourite matchup actually. I would have preferred the Broncos a week or two ago. But yeah, definitely. Um, that, that's fair enough. These uh, these two tier two nations. Mm. They these yeah these are going to be these two teams are locked in that battle for the fifth or sixth seventh eighth sort of place. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. Yeah, huge, uh, huge in the context of of their seasons going into the, that first bye. You'd just be such a good leg out, three straight wins, sort of in or on the fringe of the eight. Um, yeah, instead of being back to the drawing board with the loss. Uh, Warriors have won three of their last four against the Broncos. Broncos got the win at Mount Smart last year, but uh, generally had the wood on them there. Um, for think, what are we looking at? Five of the six of the last eight that we've won uh, playing at Mount Smart against them. I don't know. I've just got I've got a feeling they'll they'll do the job. They just seem to to step up on a Saturday night against Brisbane. Around the sort of origin time. Yeah, I could easily be proven wrong, but I'm I'm feeling the same. I'm feeling. Um, I think I'm looking forward to this game. I wouldn't even mind if, if they played well to lose to a good Brisbane either. Mm, at this stage, so as long as they don't lose their momentum form wise with, and we are we are uh, running on some pretty poor form at Mount Smart. Actually, that horrible loss to the Knights was their last outing at home. Uh, lost to the Cowboys before that, so. Yeah, it'd be good to just sort of reaffirm Mount Smart as that fortress. Uh, one piece of team news this week, Bunty Afoa is in a prop with Ignatius Parsi out suspended and Adam Blair recalled on the bench. And big game for Blair. He's uh, he's being dropped. He's he uh, you know, it's not as if he's just getting panned by the by the fans and, and the critics anymore. He got dropped by his coach. Uh, weak in reserve grade. What do you What do you think? Do you think he turns it around here, or I, I don't know if Blair's the type of player to react like that. I've never seen him react like that any other time. Mm. So I don't know if he can just get out there and go savage for a game. I, I don't know. He's he's always been such a medium sort of tempo. Everything's mm. been pretty medium. But yeah, oh, I'd like to see him. I do have a soft spot for Blair, but I don't know. I don't think he will. I think it'll be the same. He'll deliver the same. Oh, he uh, had a game reserve grade last week, looked at his stats, I think maybe eight or nine runs of 50-odd metres, top of the tackle count, which is good to see. But 
Uh, yeah, I guess he's a good game this week. Probably gets him retained on the bench ahead of Lingy Sow, I think, unless Sow has a blonder. Um, but yeah, obviously Parsi will come straight back into the team, so one of those two guys will be the the guys in the gun. Um, yeah, that competition for spots is obviously pretty healthy, though, in the pack, and hopefully, um, yeah, inspire a good performance, because that Broncos pack looks like it's finally got its act together. Payne Haas is a uh, bit of a wrecking ball there. Davida Pangai has gone off the ball a little bit, but we'll know what he can do. Some of those young guys, Flegler, David Fafita, Joe Offengawe, they've got origin spots up for grabs, and yeah, if you let them get away pack. on there. It's a good pack when you rattle through those names. Mm, it is. Uh, yeah, Backline looking a little bit... Uh, not quite as threatening with, with Jack Bird out, but still plenty of firepower there. Pretty evenly matched out wide, and, and so obviously we've got the the uh, Roger advantage over over Darius. Big game, for, yeah. Good big game for Cody up against his former team. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the more we talk about this, the more confident I am that the Warriors can tip up Broncos. And again, it's all about the the Fords just. At, mm. least, at least getting a sort of fifty percent share of of dominance there. Um, if they get some dominance out the back, we've got it all over Broncos. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, enough field position position. I see that Sean O'Sullivan's getting linked to North Queensland. Yeah, well, they've got a few problems. They've got Asiata playing in the halves at the moment, so they're on the lookout. Broncos have clearly made their choice with young Tom Dedden who's coming over this weekend. And yeah, Sullivan. Maybe looking at a new gig. Mm. Oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I'm feeling pretty good about the Warriors win here. Yeah, same. I, I, yeah, without saying that, I've got too much else. It's just as long as they continue doing what they've been doing the last couple of weeks, mm. they'll have every chance of doing the Broncos at home. Okay. Sweet. Who's, who's next? Is that, uh, who's the, next on Saturday? That's the middle game on Saturday. So Super Saturday finishes with Rabbitohs and the Tigers at um, ANZ Stadium. Uh, now Rabbitohs, geez, they're looking every bit of the contender to the Roosters now. God, they're good, aren't they? Yeah, Tigers very unlucky. Uh, last minute losers to the Storm last week. But nevertheless, Tigers $3.30 outsiders for this one. Uh, yeah, man. Wouldn't really want to. I'm not sure how quite how the Rabbitohs are, are being so good with uh, with such a bad back five, but they keep doing the job. Walker <laughs> Walker is Cody Walker's just in ridiculously good form. Damien Cook as well. And that, yeah, that big pack's uh, laying a nice little platform for them. Um, they're, um, they're not playing that great either. Anyone else out the back are they? No, no. Like, you don't, you're not hearing much of Gay Guy or no Johnson or Da Da Da. I yeah. think Sam Burgess has got. Have he got most of their tries? Has he got six tries this season? Sam, uh, Sam Burgess. I'm not sure what his count yeah, is. Yeah, I but, think he's wow. he's next behind Walker. Wow, and yeah, and Walker. Obviously, we talked about last week carving up into another one on the weekend. It's eleven for the year. Um, they've had to put Ethan Lowe at centre this week because they've because they lost Kyle Turner. So they're just running out of running out of bats. <laughs> they replaced the second row with another second row in yeah. the centre position. Yeah, yeah. Who is 
who and they're standing in for the retirement of one of the greatest centres of all time, Greg Inglis. So, oh, they're still yeah. trying to fill that gap, of course. Yeah. Um, Mahe Fanua's had the axe swung on him for, for missing that match-winning uh, tackle. Oh, you're about week. to tell me he's had his mullet cut. Is that swung at his mullet? I was like, oh, yeah, has he? About time. It's, it's, a joke's a joke. It's finished. <laughs> uh, so he's out. Uh, Paul Momorowski, I don't know if you remember him, playing in the finals for the for the Roosters last year. Oh, he's, yeah. He's barely yeah. got a run uh, for the Tigers. have been going okay. Hot and cold. He got, a try, he got a try in the final, didn't he? Uh, in the preliminary final, yeah. Oh, was it the preliminary yeah, final? He missed out on the grand final squad. Uh, Tigers sitting seventh would be quite handy for the Warriors if they were if the Tigers were to lose this. So I'll uh, go for a comfortable yeah. Rabbitohs win. Yeah, I'm with you. So, Sunday. who's first up Sunday? Who's Sunday. Had a good game Sunday? Ooh, I love sure. the Sunday roast game, eh? You get you get your nice couple of beers, you get some snacks, fire cranked. I'm not sure if these matchups are going to quite uh, fill the bill for you. Can- oh, no. Canterbury against Melbourne at, at Belmore. Bit of atmosphere there. Bulldogs haven't been showing a bit of ticker lately. They haven't been horrendous to watch. No, and they've not, not just about knocked off the storm down in Melbourne earlier this year. So Yeah, I, I like Kieran Vaughan, Foran's form. Yeah, yeah, good to see him back. He could be back in the before. Kiwis. Well, could be an option, if, if, especially if Sean Johnson doesn't come right. Who are the, yeah. just as a sidelight, who are the, the Kiwis so, um, options at the moment? Oh, you just got Nick Arima and his, what's, old, what's Martin, is he injured? Yeah, well, he's um, a pretty worrying uh, sort of brain. Oh, yeah, he's got the headaches, hasn't he? Yeah, so that's uh, definitely leaves the, the well a little bit dry. Does it what? Yeah. Yeah. Toe Harris. <laughs> yeah. Probably played more games at 5-8 for New Zealand than just about anyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah who you got? Oh, Melbourne. Melbourne should win this. That Papenhuyzen is exceptional yeah, to watch. He's back to the interchange because Jaron Hughes is returning at fullback. So, geez, don't they have some options and some key God, They're a factory. They mm. are just a factory of fantastic players. Players that just play well as soon as they come into the thing. Unreal. Yeah, amazing depth. So, yeah. I wish they were likeable. Yeah. This is a shame the storm stuff. Is it the purple? Is it the purple and the amber? Nah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is, I think. Maybe they're just too good. Mm. Um, yeah, tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. Who would have thought from... <laughs> supporters of a club that win less than half of their games <laughs> we'd be jealous of the storm look at them with all their stupid yeah. wins yeah. why don't uh, they give some of the wins to us always yeah. getting all the wins yeah. maggots uh, we don't need those wins stupid trophies um, <laughs> your mate Jade Nockenbore is out this week of the Bulldogs team is he? foot injury so Christian Crichton replaces him but yeah a bit of a blow for the the young well, that's understandable though. I'm picking the huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably the easiest thing on his body to injure. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Storm here. Mm. They've been going yeah. pretty nicely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your other Sunday, the other Sunday game, it's the Southern Sydney Derby, Dragons and the Sharks at Wynn Stadium. Oh, Wynn. Yeah. Um, Is that doing anything geez. for you? 
Oh, not a hell of no, not a hell of a lot at all. The dragons um, have really gone off the boil. Uh, when's Norman back? I don't know, but man, they need him back. They do they what? Seem a bit rudderless. Uh, McGregor has got, has dropped Matt Dufty after last week's um, last week's shocker against the Knights. It was less than a month ago he's scoring that amazing Anzac Day try and, and now he's in reserve grade. Zach Lomax, the fullback. Uh, the Sharks, they're battling injury and went down to Manly at home last week. Um, Rumours that Matt Moreland was going to come back but he's only been named on the extended bench this week. So no guarantees there. I mean, they need him back at fullback for Dugan. He is not firing there at all. Um, and Johnson still... Uh, still no sign of Sean Johnson from the injury ward. So, what do you reckon? Yeah, two I... teams that uh, they don't. Neither of them are doing anything for me at the moment. But um, I think the Sharks, Dragons are a long way away from where they where they need to be to beat yeah. the Sharks. Even yeah, the Dragons have fallen behind the Warriors. Uh, the Dragons win over the Sharks would put the Warriors ahead of the. Heat of the sharks. Um, oh, what? I oh, see so you're. you're I'm just looking at the thing. just looking at the table and, and best case scenario for the Warriors. Obviously, it's still early days, so all these. Will, you oh, know. so we need we need dragons to win. Well, not necessarily. You know, either's probably good. The other one puts a, a bit of a gap between us and the dragons. Uh, yeah, but if you if you want to go into the buy in the top eight, then uh, dragons win. Oh, Oh, that's how much I care about who wins us. I'll definitely back the Dragons if it's going to help the Warriors. So we could quite easily be in sixth spot at the end of the weekend. Is that right? So all the teams that are above it, like, they're actually playing tough teams as well, are they? All it, all it would require is the Knights to lose to the Roosters, Tigers to lose to South, Eels to lose to Penrith. That's probably the... Uh, most unlikely one in the Sharks to lose the Dragons. So, well, see how we yeah, go. Yeah, there's there's gonna, bound to be one upset in Yeah, I think we're going to at least, and that's to finish six. You think we'd at least get a couple of those? Of course, it's all depending on us winning that game. So, <laughs> our game first thing. We bank the points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't quite jot down the names in the ladder just yet. Um, update the website later. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for round 11. We've done it. Nice. Got a, just a quick stats corner. I won't even make you do the jingle for it. Um, I can do the jingle. Okay, do it. Okay. Stats corner. Just a quick oh. one. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. Uh, there's been a bit of hype and, and a lot of people taking... A lot of satisfaction in uh, Paul Gallen taking the all-time record for most losses in a in a career. Um, I can I can see I can see why people do these. He's a very polarizing character, um, but I just wanted to to shed a bit of light on this record because it's not quite as horrible as as you might think. Um, obviously, it's not a record that anyone wants, but I mean, um, he's played. 334 games, which puts him in sort of the top 10 territory in the history of the game. Where does he sit? Ninth ever. So, of course, you're going to rack up a few losses. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually got a winning percentage just about right on 50%, which is pretty handy uh, when you consider guys like Stacey Jones, Sean Johnson went through their Warriors career with winning success rates around the sort of 40% mark. Uh, yeah. Well, 40-something 40, 40 percent. Uh, just wanted to shed a bit of light on, on that. He, he overcome, he over, uh, overtook Scott Prince for the record. Prince played uh, 34 less games to get his 166 losses, so gives you a bit of, uh, bit of an insight of, of what it takes. And we actually have a couple of guys um, a bit higher than you'd think in this list, and Simon Mannering actually comes in at number seven on the all-time list of most losses in first grade, 157. If he kept on playing, would be uh, talking about, could be talking about oh. Simon um, taking this record this season. Jeez, he bowed out at the right time, didn't he? Yeah, saw that, saw his name creeping up that list. <laughs> and he said he wasn't a stats man. Yeah, yeah. We're on to you. Uh, and he, yeah, 141 wins, 157 losses, so quite a bit oh, under that. That's not bad going, though. No, that's not too bad. He plays I'd take that in the career. Two full seasons. But, yeah, I just I thought I'd uh, put a bit of, just a bit of perspective on, on Gallon's record because he does cop yeah, a lot. Paul Gallon, sorry to... Yeah. Do you reckon Paul Gallon owns a gunmetal grey Nissan Skyline? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, he, just, he, he just definitely might has. be one of those buffheads <laughs> in the gunmetal cray, like a nineties Nissan Skyline. It might, be, yeah, he's probably he must have at some stage at the very least. <laughs> um, but just, uh, yeah, I've, lo- I've totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> you're thinking of the, um, the Shire and his Skyline? Yeah, no, cruising down to northies. Um, <laughs> But I will give Paul Gallon this. He's played through some pretty atrocious Sharks eras to come up with a winning percentage of hundred and uh, around 50%. And uh, just another stat tidbit, this year he became the first player ever to play in 19 consecutive seasons. That's pretty handy. Is he really? Yeah. It's, an, it's a nice little feather in your cap. Out of it. Also, so the first, first player since Cliff Lyons to play past their 37th birthday. Hmm. What's hmm. out of it? Yeah. What did Cliffy get up to? Um, he, was, he was... No, he was 37. So, Gallon's actually going to be 38. So, he's going to get another one. Yeah, I assume... Well, he'll turn 38 in August. Just a few days younger than me, actually. What is it? That's yeah. out yeah. of it to think, eh? Yeah. Um... A hyperlock has got it as him when I'm his age. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, 38 that's, that's pretty good. I think I'm not sure when the, the last 38 year old was getting around in, in the uh Winfield Cup or before it was the Winfield Cup, but yeah, so and good, good credit, on him. Like, credit I where it's due, lo- yeah. I don't particularly like the guy. No, neither. But fair enough that he's playing. If he wants to play and he gets offered money to play, hmm. you keep playing that. Yeah. He is hanging it up at the end of the year, I'm pretty sure. But to, yeah. do, uh, to, to check, check off those records, pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely so. Um, so, yeah, not much Warriors content in that stats corner, but it's just something that caught my eye over the last few days. And I thought it was kind of interesting. 
Fair enough. Well, fair enough. Okay, mate. Uh, well, let's wrap it up and uh, enjoy round 11, everyone. We'll be back next week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much <laughs> for tuning in. Catch you later. <laughs>